Now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent am bold toward you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, here's, here's the thing about this I want you to catch. There's the flesh and the carnal side of every man and woman, and then there's the spiritual side. That is the Holy Spirit and the believer. Now, the flesh can tell you it can't be so. It shouldn't be like that. Do you know why? Because the flesh doesn't understand what the Spirit is doing. The flesh doesn't understand why the Spirit does it. And Paul says, when we come, we're coming not with weapons of warfare, not with abilities of man, but we're coming in spiritual warfare. When you're praying, it's not just bless this and bless that. I want you this evening, whether you're praying or someone else is praying, get behind them. Agree in unity this evening. Get behind them and say, yes, we, amen, Lord. They're praying for salvation. Amen. Healing to come in. Amen, Lord. We're agreeing that God will do these things. Amen. Don't be afraid to voice it out and let the Lord know that we're all in unity and we're all here together seeking his face. And then when God moves, whether it be in the different spiritual ways, it's saying, Lord, we, we're looking for you. We want more of you. And the flesh will say, this doesn't make sense. This just doesn't make sense. But the Spirit says, look, do you want me or not? Do you want more of it or not? And the thing is, if you're hungry, he'll fill you. It's as simple as that. If you're hungry for God, God will fill you. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty. So you have a mighty weapon, and it's prayer and it's praise tonight. Don't be standing and just saying, well, I'm going to stand here and wait till you touch me. No, the Lord says, you seek me. And you'll find me when you search for me with all of your heart. He says, I will be found of you. So it's your job tonight. It's your part is to seek the Lord tonight. And look, you may be turning around and saying, you know what? There's a, it's, it's quarter to nine at night or it's nine o'clock at night or whatever time it is. Listen, if that's the mindset, that's the carnality of the mind. That's the carnal mindset. All the imaginations of man looks at a dial on the wrist. And wonders what time we're going to get our feet up and around the toast before we get there, putting our head down in bed. See, when God comes, and whether we're, we need to press on, listen, if that's the way, and you have to be somewhere, understand with children, whatever, you can slip on out then. But see, if God is still moving and blessing here, and then we'll stay, and we'll press on, and we'll continue on to seek his face, because this is where revival comes. This is where revival comes. Sunday morning was a little touch, just a little touch of revival. And how do you know? Because whenever you were worshipping, and we're up here, yes, we can see many worshipping. We can see some not worshipping too, but when you were up here, or when I'm up here looking down there, see, after all of this started to happen, when I got up and stood up here, it was a totally different church. It was on fire. Everybody was seeking God. 
There was no my mindsets on the Sunday roast. There was no mindset on what we're going to do when we get home. Everybody was seeking God, even trembling in fear. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Trembling in fear. So in that, they praised the Lord. And I could see people who'd never raised a hand in their life praising God with their hands in the air. It's as if, you know, Lord, don't let this come on me. You know, I, I need more of you. And then the Lord started to bless and to bless and to bless. So really what happened on Sunday morning, God allowed that to happen for a reason. You know why? To shake you, to wake you, to let you know the reality of the things of God and the deliverance that he brought. This is a fantastic thing. Don't let it worry you or fear you. God is greater than all the demons of hell. And there's nothing that can happen to you outside of his will. Do you hear that? Nothing can happen to you, child of God, outside of your father's will. Your father loves you. And your father wants the best for you. Turn with me to um, Ephesians chapter 6, just while we're here, before we start having a time of praise. So tonight what we're looking at, is we're going to look and we're going to say, Lord, we're coming to do business with you. I'm not going to come, Lord, and I'm going to say, well, I've clocked my card. And we're here because we need you to move, not only in this assembly and in our lives and our homes, but we need you to move in Guildford. Guildford's a dark wee place, you know. And it said the revival skipped Guildford. It missed it. It went right round to port down And they were flocking to the churches and getting saved in port down But it just happened to miss this place. And it's only a few miles up the road. Well, guess what? A little touch of it happened on Sunday morning. And there's more to come. There's more to come. We need to really grasp hold, take hold of the horns of the altar and say, Lord, tonight, we'll, like Jacob says, we'll not let you go till you bless us. We're not going to let go. Listen, we're not going to sit and say, we're going to be mealy-mouthed. We're, we're, we're boldness in the presence of the Lord. That's not arrogance. It's boldness. It's, in other words, it's confidence that you're my God, you're my Father, and that you love me. And that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to enter in as, a, as one body, we're going to enter in a unity. Listen, forget who's in front of you. Forget who's behind you. Forget who's beside you, the left of you, the right to you. And know what we're going to do. We're going to say, Lord, I know you're bigger than all my fears. I know you're greater than all my woes. I know that you can do exceeding and abundantly above all we could ask or think. And tonight I'm here. And we're here as one. Look, ask the Lord to baptize you in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Say, baptize me. And say, if the Lord starts working through you and you start speaking out in tongues, I'd be praising God. It'd be fantastic. You know, you don't need a man to go and start laying hands on you. No one laid hands on me when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. I was in a room of myself. So what you do is you say, Lord, here I am. Fill me with your Spirit. Speak forth in a tongue. And listen, if you are baptized in the Spirit, don't be afraid to start praising in the tongue as well. Well, it's time, it's time, uh, Christian, it's time, those of you who have the gift of tongues, it's time now, even tonight, it's time to be starting to send up a crescendo of praying in the Spirit. It's time to start reaching out to God like this, because this is when the heavenly language will, will, will speak for us, not only individually, but as an assembly. Don't be afraid when we're praying and we're, you're singing a new song unto the Lord. Sing what's in your heart. You're standing where maybe you're just playing between chords and letting the, and the spirits moving gently among us. Sing what's in your heart. Sing what's in your heart. Sing it out. Sing it to the tune of the song. Sing it in another, another language. Sing in the spirit. And let us all do it together. Because there you'll find God will start moving in this. God will start moving in this. So listen, you've held your tongue too long. Do you hear that? You've held it too long. We need to move forward. Look at what it says. In Ephesians chapter 6. 
Everybody knows this well, but look at it. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren. Finally, my sisters. Finally, C.E.T. Listen. Be strong in the Lord. Did you hear that? Be strong in the Lord. Listen, don't be afraid of anyone or anything. Be strong in the Lord. I'm a child of God. Be strong in me, he says. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of your strength. No, in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Notice, put on the whole armor of God. Well, let's put it on tonight. We're going to look at it and say, right, this is what we're doing tonight. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, there is your enemy. And you even see people who come against you and who say wrong against you and who do things against you. They're not really your enemy. It's the spirit behind that's your enemy. And so that's why we said in our other reading in in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4 that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God before to the pulling down of strongholds. So we're pulling down strongholds tonight. Let's pull down strongholds in each other's lives tonight. Let's pull strongholds of fear down. Let's pull strongholds uh, down that, that, that hold us back and strongholds of, of enemies that's come against us and the strongholds of sicknesses. Let's cry unto God. Pull down the strongholds for the things that are happening in your children's lives or the worry you have or the fear and the anxieties and say, Lord, we're here and we're doing business, but we're warring. We're going to the enemy's camp and we're taking back what he's stolen from us. Joy and peace and happiness. And he steals it from the Christian, the joy of our salvation because of something that's happened. So tonight we're going to go in with the full armor, the whole armor on, and we're going to pull down the enemy's strongholds. Notice verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day. And having to done, and having done all to stand. Notice, stand therefore. The Lord's just saying, you're, you're that powerful in Him. When you have this armor on, the whole armor of God, you are that powerful in God and through His might and strength, you don't even have to fight now. You just proclaim it. And here you are, you say, we have it in the authority of the Word of God and our Lord Jesus Christ in His name. He says, just when you've done all the stand, he says, then just stand there. Just stand there and say, here I am. Do your worst, because God always does the best. Now notice here, he says here, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation. Now listen, I can go through them all, but I won't. See the helmet of salvation. This is one of the most important ones. I'll tell you why. It guards the mind. It guards the mind. The battlefield is the mind. The battlefield. That's where to renew our mind by the word of God. That's what we have to keep doing. The devil says you can't. The word of God says you can. When the devil says you're no good, the word of God says that he loves you. Renewing your mind. Here he says, put on the helmet of salvation, where when the devil comes to try and strike a blow to the head, and that's a fatal blow, it just says, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved, I belong to Christ, and your mind is guarded. Don't let the devil play with your mind. Don't let him say that you're no good. Don't let him say you can't do it. Don't let him say if you were to speak in another tongue, then, oh, you know, uh, the old enemy will come upon you. Now, that's a lie. 
If, it, if it's a tongue from the Holy Ghost, there's no enemy can come near you. It's as simple as that. Let the Lord have his way with you. And listen, you might fear. Because there's a fear in the things of God we don't know it. But when you realize that he loves you, perfect love will cast out all that fear. Understand his love for you. And his perfect love will cast out your fear. Take the helmet of salvation, the battlefield of the mind. Now you remember this. Battles are fought and won. Or battles are fought and lost in the mind. Battles are fought and won. Or battles are fought and lost in the mind. Now the Lord says, keep your mind in me. And you will be victorious in all things. The fear comes, you know, I haven't been well. And the doctors maybe be giving me a diagnosis. Listen, it's not up to the doctors. It's up to the big doctor. It's up to the great physician, the Lord Jesus, the chief physician. It's up to him. Don't let the fear come to your mind. Oh, I'm never going to make it. Or I, I, I have to go and I have to go and sit through an interview and I don't know if I'm going to do all the, It doesn't matter what it is. The battlefield of mind. See, this, see, tonight we're going to battle together. We're with you in it. Do you hear it? You're struggling in the mind. You're struggling in the mind on how to eat or what to eat or with all this sort of stuff. All these sort of things come. Listen, we are with you. You're not on your own. We're one with you. We're here with you. We're for you. And we're not against you. And greater still, the Lord is for you. So your battle that's going on in your mind, understand that you are a conqueror already. You're victorious already. The salvation, the helmet of salvation protects the mind. And this battle is fought tonight. Well, we're going to fight it with you. We're the army of the Lord together. We're the soldiers of Christ in the battlefield. And we're together as one. We say, when you touch my brother, then you'll touch me. You touch my sister, then you touch me. We're together and we fight as one. We stand together as one. We pray as one. We worship as one. Because we are the body, not bodies. We are the body of Christ. So let's all get together this evening and say, you know what, Lord, we're coming as one to the throne of grace to find help in this time of need. And we know that we belong to you, that you can do all these things through us. Even at our weakest point, you're going to show your glory for your strength. So we're going to pull down, pull down all these imaginations, imaginations that tells you all these things. The imagination that says that, you, that, 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 that no one loves you or no one would even think of you and God would have nothing to do with you or you can never be forgiven because you failed them. And those are lies. Those are lies. God says he loves his children and he forgives those who come to him. And he wants you to come in now and enjoy the blessing that he has for you. Notice, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, there's what we're going to do. We're going to hack him to bits tonight. You hear that? We're going to hack the devil's head off tonight. Like David with Goliath will throw the stone into his forehead. And then when he hits the deck, we're going to hack his head off. We're going to hack his head off with the sword of the Spirit. We'll cut the devil to bits, which is the Word of God. Which is the Word of God. We're calling to bits. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. I'm watching thereon through with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. See the unity here he's talking about? That's what we're here to do. 